This is for Jesus. Oh, God's good. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Good to be in the house of the Lord today. Feel what we're feeling in this place. Amen. Did you come to have church? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's just good to be in Bendale. I'm going to need a little monitor this morning from somewhere. They've kind of changed everything around. That's all right. We'll get it. We'll get it. Um, hallelujah. Has God been good to anybody in this house besides me? Hallelujah. Amen. It's a good life living for the Lord. Praise God. I have no complaints in living for God. Um, I'm telling you, God's been so much better to me than I have to Him. And uh, we've just come today to uh, try to leave you in better shape than we find you. Amen. Excited about living for God. Uh, there's still revival in the land, and uh, we have been in revival most of the year so far. I was trying to think this morning. Um, you know, some people get tired of church. I love church. <laughs> I love church. Amen. And uh, that's that's uh, that's our life is is having church and seeing people get the Holy Ghost. And I don't think, I was trying to think, but I don't believe we've missed but maybe five or six nights this year being in church. And uh, But we've seen a lot of people get the Holy Ghost, brother. So God's still pouring it out. If you're here today and you need it, it's for you. I said it's for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Counted an honor and a privilege to come to this pulpit to minister to this church. And uh, we give God honor for what God's done here. And then we give the pastor and his wife honor. I'm telling you, how can they hear without a preacher? Praise the Lord. Why don't you give your pastor and his family a real good hand clap? Come on. For they watch for your soul. Amen. May as well just get comfortable. We come to have church. Hallelujah. Amen. How many believes you can have church on Sunday morning? Sure you can. Amen. The devil don't want you to, but you can. Praise God. God's just as big on Sunday morning as he is Sunday night. Amen. If you'd like to go with us to a passage of scripture, and um, I've come today, there's let me just read this scripture and then we'll get into it. Amen. If you'd like to go to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 31. 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, and verse 20. And it's all in Jesus today. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, 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 Lord. Second Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 20. When you found it, say amen. amen. And thus did Hezekiah throughout all Judah and wrought that which was good. Everybody say good. good. And right. And right. And, right. and truth. Amen. Before the Lord his God. And in every work 
that he began in the service of the house of God and in the law and in the commandments to seek his God. He did it with all his heart. Everybody say all his heart. He did it with all his heart and prospered. Praise the Lord. Chapter 32, verse 1. After these things and the establishment thereof, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and entered into Judah and encamped against the fenced cities and thought to win them for himself. When Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib was come, that he was purposed to fight against Jerusalem, he took counsel with his princes and his mighty men to stop the waters of the fountains which were without the city, and they did help him. Everybody say the church helped him. So there was gathered much people together who stopped all the fountains and the brooks that ran through the midst of the land, saying, Why should the kings of Assyria come and find much water? And he strengthened himself. Everybody say strengthened himself. And he strengthened himself and built up all the wall that was broken, raised it up to the towers and another wall without, and repaired Milo in the city of David, and made darts and shields in abundance. Listen carefully to verse 6 through 8, of which I want to take a text. And he said, Captains of war over the people, gathered them together to him in the street of the gate of the city and spake comfortably to them, saying, Be strong and courageous, be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Could I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer right now? Come on, need a pray in church. Need a pray in church. Come on. Mighty God of heaven, as we come into your house and in your presence right now, God, we invite you, Lord, to come down, walk these aisles, speak to the hearts, the minds of the people in this place tonight. Come on, pray right now. Mighty God of heaven, we invite you, Lord, in this place. God, I ask you, Lord, to walk these aisles, God. I bind every spirit of hell that would hinder right now. God, you loose the power, the liberty, God, of the Holy Ghost in this place. God, I claim victory, Lord, right now. Come on, church. Come on, church. Oh, God's looking for a victorious church this morning. God's looking for somebody that believes that Calvary is bigger than the problem. Hallelujah. God's looking for somebody that'll step out by faith. Oh, come on. Come on, praise him in the house this morning. Come on, give God some glory right now. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I come to you this morning prayerful, but I uh, hadn't got any notes wrote down. I just want to preach to you from my heart for a little bit. And um, I want to read a portion of this again. It said, with him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words. Hallelujah. I want to preach for just a little while this morning on resting on the word of God. Resting on the word of God. I realize that we are living in perilous times. Amen. The scripture said in the last days perilous times would come. And I don't deny that we are living in the last days. Amen. I don't deny that there's troubles in America like we have never had before. But I just come to preach encouragement and strength to you this morning. Amen. We can't dwell on that day in and day out. Amen. But God's looking for a victorious church. God's looking for a church that's got their eyes further. Amen. Than just on the problems of the world. I know somewhere I'm going to pass from this life. I know just as sure as I'm preaching to you this morning. There's going to be a last time that I step to a pulpit. There's going to be a last time that I preach the word of God. There's going to be a last time that I get to hold my grandbabies. Amen. I can't walk every day of my life. Amen. Thinking about death. I can't walk every day of my life. Amen. With that hanging over my head. Amen. The scripture said I have come to bring life and bring it more abundantly. I'm just telling the church. Amen. You can't dwell. I said you can't dwell. Well, amen, on the problems of the world. This is not Obama time. It's revival time in the house of God. It's time for a church to be victorious. Give the Lord a real good hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Oh, it's, it's this brother said, we're going to jump on the devil this morning. Amen. He said, jump on him, Jesus. I got news for you. We fixing to jump on the devil here. Amen. There's somebody going to leave a different way than they come in. There's somebody going to leave here. Amen. Feeling there's victory in the name of Jesus. There's victory by the blood of Calvary today. Hallelujah. Boy, you can be seated this morning. The devil's not scared. I'm going to tell you, the devil's not scared of a carnal church. And the devil's not scared of somebody, amen, that does not have victory. But you show me a person or you show me a church, amen, that's got victory on their side. I'm going to tell you, hell trembles whenever they wake up because there's a child of God that believes that God is going to do exactly what he said. 
Hallelujah. We find in this story that Hezekiah has went to the city of Judah and there he begins to build the walls back of that city. Amen. But there was more that took place that day or during that period of time than just building some walls back. Brother, they started having some church. Amen. Can I tell you it's more than just gathering up at Bendale on a Sunday morning. Amen. But God's looking for somebody. Amen. That's ready to have church. God's looking for somebody. Amen. That's ready to hear the word of God. I'm telling you in charismatic churches, they going to shout. they going to dance. they going to run the aisle. But it comes a time in an apostolic church that somebody's got to pick up the book and somebody's got to say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I preached the other night. I said, I'm telling you, oh, I, do I love it? Do I love that aisle running and that shouting and dancing? Brother Marshall, I love it. I'm telling you, I love it. Amen. But I'm telling you, when things really need to get to popping uh, in an apostolic church is when the books open uh, and the word of God begins to be preached. Uh, amen. Because that's where your victory is. Uh, amen. That's where your joy is going to be. Uh, that's where your deliverance is going to come from. Uh, and there in the city of Judah, we find that Hezekiah began to preach the word of God. And there old Sennacherib had sat over there. Amen. For many years. He had never worried about the city of Judah until they started having revival. He had never worried about them until the word of God got to be preached. But the scriptures had Hezekiah begin to preach that which was good and that which was holy and that which was truth and the sight of God. And I I'm just telling you, hell knows uh, that whatever truth and that which is good uh, and that which is holy, when it falls in an apostolic church, there's going to be revival. There's going to be victory in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hezekiah began to preach that word of God. Amen. I want to preach to us a little bit this morning. Amen. About resting ourselves on the word of God. Amen. Let me, let me just read this portion of scripture. And thus did Hezekiah throughout all of Judah and wrought that which was good and right and truth before the Lord his God. And in every work that he began in the service of the house of God and in the law and in the commandments to seek his God. He did it with all of his heart and he prospered. I'm going to tell you a little secret about prosperity this morning. I didn't come to preach no blab it and grab it message. But I will tell you this. Amen. I got the book on you. If you'll worship God with all of your heart. Amen. Whatever you put your hands to. In the house and the service of God. If it's singing a song. If you'll sing it with all all of your heart. If it's dancing for God, you will dance with all of your heart. If it's running the aisle, you run with all of your heart. I'm telling you, God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing in your life. I said, God, amen, said I will make you prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God can't bless a half-hearted effort. 
Amen. I said, God can't bless a half-hearted effort. Amen. I'm just telling you. I, I went down, uh, amen, to the marsh the other day hunting. Uh, and I got down there unloading my boat. Uh, and I pushed that starter on that motor. Nothing. I just took that battery. I took that battery. I can't stand a dead battery. Hallelujah. I refuse. I said, I refuse a dead battery. And when I come to the house of God, can I tell you something, Sister Moore? There ain't nobody had to jump me off. Hallelujah. Amen. I'd be ashamed if somebody had to jump me off. Every time I come to the house of God, I'd be ashamed. Amen. If I had to be jumped off. Amen. To worship God. If I had to be jumped off to run the aisle. If I had to be jumped off. Amen. To feel the victory of God. <laughs> oh, run, devil, run. Amen. Somebody's going to get a hold of it. There's somebody going to get that victory. There's somebody going to leave. Amen. With a shout. There's somebody going to leave. Amen. With victory in their heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we've already gathered up on a Sunday morning. Amen. Can I tell you something? You ain't got to leave with the same problem you brought in. Amen. You can shake it off in the fire. Amen. Rest yourself in the word of God. I'm telling you, God is bigger than the problems of this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the scripture said that he prospered in all that he did. And listen to this now. After these things and the establishment thereof of these things, then Sennacherib came and tried to attack. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you, the devil don't like revival. Amen. The devil don't like unity in the house of God. Amen. If the devil can bring division, amen, he's having a heyday. Amen. But when he's done his best, and his best ain't good enough, and the church is still together, I'm going to tell you something, hell trembles. Amen. Because somebody's bigger, amen, than the problem. And the power of God is bigger than the situation, brother Moore. I'm going to tell you something tonight. I refuse to be on the outside looking in. I'm going to get in. I'm going to stay in the church. I'm going to stay with a plan. I'm going to be blessed of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There Sennacherib began to encamp around Judah and they thought they'd starve them out. Hallelujah. Remember old Hezekiah. He gathered up all the people. And oh, I love what the Bible said. He began to speak comfortably unto them. Amen. Can I tell you, can I, can I just preach what Hezekiah preached to them? Amen. You got your Bible this morning? Amen. Go to Genesis about the 12th chapter. And the 
second and the third verse. I'm going to tell you what Hezekiah began to tell him. He said, hey, you ain't just anybody. Amen, but you a child of God. I want you to know something. Amen, Sennacherib, he may have conquered all the other cities. And there old Sennacherib standing outside of the wall. And he said, do you think you're any match? Amen, from me. He said, why don't you look at all the other cities? Why don't you look at all of their gods? Did their gods deliver them? Amen, but I could hear a little old Jew that cries out from the wall. Hey, their God is not our God. I've come to preach to you. The gods of Wall Street are not my gods. Amen, the gods of Obama are not my gods. I'm telling you, I serve Jehovah. I said I serve Jehovah. I know his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can see old Hezekiah. Amen. As he spoke comfortably to him. And he probably went from one to another. He said be of good courage. And don't be afraid. He said you got a covenant with God. Amen. You're the seed of Abraham. I want you to know you're not like the rest of the bunch. You're not like all the other cities. And God is going to fight your battle. Hallelujah. We come in with our lip looking like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. Hallelujah. <laughs> What's the matter? Brother Moore, you've seen it over and over. And they, they're waiting. Brother, you better go to them and ask them what's the matter. Don't ruin their day. Hallelujah. What's the matter? Oh, I had a flat tire. Washing machines tore up. I know God must be against me. How many miles you got on them tires? 130,000. God's got to be against me. I'm going to tell you something. Your washing machine is going to tear up anyway. Tires are going to wear out anyway. We're going to be on mountaintops one day and in the valley the next. Amen. That ought not affect a child of God. Amen. I'm telling you, we ought to come through the doors of this church. Amen. With victory in our step. We ought to come through the doors of this church. Hey, realizing it's not what I got in my pocket. It's not what I got in the bank. It's not what I drove up in. It's all in him. I said it's all in him. It's all in him. I'm going to rest myself on the word of God. <laughs> I hope you don't think God brought us this far. Amen to drop us now. Amen. It's all in him. I'm going to rest myself on the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Genesis 12 verses 2 and 3. Who is he talking to? Abraham, hallelujah. He said, I will make of thee a great nation. And I will what? I'm going to bless thee. 
I'm telling you the only way you're not going to be blessed. Amen. If you put your umbrella up and say, God, I don't want it. Hallelujah. But if you're a blood-bought child of God, amen, if you've been baptized in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, according to this word of God, the only way that you can be saved, Acts 4 and 12, says neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you have received the Holy Ghost, amen, the way the Bible said, it said repent. It didn't say repeat. It said repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Now, if you're a child of the king, I'm going to tell you something. If you'll do whatever God's put you in the church to do, and you do it with all of your might, I'm telling you, God's going to open the windows of heaven and pour out an Abraham blessing. God's going to open the windows of heaven because God's got a covenant with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Read it again. I'm going to make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. Hallelujah. Go. And I'm going to make thy name great. Can I tell you something? I'm Jesus' name. <laughs> no other name. No greater name. <laughs> Amen. No greater name do I know. Amen. I'm going to make of thee a great people, a great nation. There's no greater thing on the face of the earth. Amen. Than a child of God. Amen. That's blood bought. Amen. In an old fashioned altar. Amen. That has took the blood of Calvary and applied it to this old body of flesh. Amen. And let God cleanse it. Amen. Come out from among the world. And be ye separate, thus saith the Lord. God's not going to save you in your sin. God's going to save you from your sin I heard that old song the other day Amen Just as I am I'm telling you can come to God Amen Just as you am But you better not leave just as you am God ain't going to take you just as you am You better get the blood applied Hallelujah Hallelujah you better get this covenant with God. Amen. That you can rest yourself on the word of God. When the world's in turmoil. And the world don't know what it's going to do. I'm telling you, I'm serving a God that already knows what he's going to do. Amen. When I'm in turmoil and I don't know which way to turn and which way to go, I'm serving a God that is not scratching his head and wondering what he's going to do. But God's looking out over the balcony of heaven and says, I got a covenant with that old boy right there. I'm not going to let him down. Amen. He's a child of the king. I don't know how you feel this morning, but brother, I'm a child of the king. I got a covenant with the almighty God. And God's bigger than the world. God's bigger than the problems. God's bigger than the sin. God's bigger than divorce court. God's bigger than the alcohol. God's bigger than the drug addict. I'm telling you, my God, it can do all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I will bless thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. Read. 
Hallelujah. And thou shalt be a blessing. Can I tell you something? If you want the blessings of God on you, got to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Can't be a thorn in the flesh in the church. But you got to come to be a blessing. I said, you got to come to be a blessing. Amen. You look around, you can always see somebody that needs an encouraging word. Amen. Why don't you be a blessing? You can always see somebody, amen, that needs a little helping hand. Amen. God said, I'm looking for you. Amen. If you want to be blessed, you're going to have to be a blessing. Hallelujah. God don't have no hobos on this train. Amen. That everybody's got a job to do. And everybody's got a place in the house of the Lord. And if you hired on, amen, with this covenant that I've got, I'm just telling you something. Why don't you try to be a blessing? Why don't you bless the name of Jesus? Why don't you bless the brother? Why don't you bless the preacher? Why don't you bless somebody? Amen. That don't know nothing about it. Amen. You got a covenant with God. Read it for me. And I'm going to bless them that bless thee. Ooh, brother, I'm telling you something. There's a covenant. There's a covenant that we've got today. Sit down just a minute. I want to preach a little. Hallelujah. We live, beneath, we live so far beneath our privilege. There's covenants that God has made with his child. Amen. I, I, I was working for a pipeline company. Let's tell you this little story. I was working with a pipeline company. And I hired on about 71. And uh, in the 80s, went to work. On a pipeline, they brought in another crew, and man, I saw this guy. He was a he was a dozer operator, and he was notorious. <laughs> they started telling me about him. He said, "I'm telling you something, preacher." You said, "See that man right there? He's a preacher hater. Stay away from him. He'll hurt you." He said, "He's he's he's killed several men." And I said, "Ain't scared." Hallelujah. Ain't scared. Guess who, they, guess who they put me working with? He was probably six foot three or four, cut quite a figure, I'm just telling you. I don't know if any of y'all has ever worked around any construction work. But we started to work that morning. It was so muddy down that pipeline right away. And he, he come over where I was at. He said, somebody said you're a preacher. I said, I sure am. I said, Jesus' name, apostolic, holiness, tongue-talking preacher. He went to cussing me, brother. I'm talking about he went to cussing me. I just, I just grinned at him like a chassis cat. Hallelujah. <laughs> he said, he said, let me show you. He said, just let me show you. He armed up a three-inch water pump. I don't know if any of y'all know what a three-inch. He armed up a three-inch water pump, and we started walking down that right away with it. He toted it probably a quarter mile down that right away. He set it down. He said, that's what a man can do. He said, and then he went to talking about the church. Man, I just, I just went to singing. I went to just talking about Jesus. and I could just see him getting madder and madder and madder. Amen. I told him, I said, now, Fred, let me tell you something. Let's get the air clear. I said, you don't scare me not one bit. Amen. Not one bit. I said, we got a job to do. I said, they put us to do it together. I said, let's do it. Get it done. We worked till about dark. He, uh. That little radio down there. He said, he called, he said I'm going to call somebody to come in here on a tractor and get this, get this water pump. 
I said, man, anybody can tote a pump when they're fresh. Shoulder that pump up. I was man then. I shouldered that pump up. I said, anybody can tote a pump whenever they're fresh. I said, but it takes the anointing of God after you work 12 hours. Uh, amen. You towed it all the way back down there. Brother, I plopped it back down on the tailgate of that truck. Uh, I want you to know something. The devil will push you in a corner if you'll let him. Amen. But God has got a covenant with you. I said, God's got a covenant with you. I'm going somewhere with it. Hallelujah. Amen. It was, it was probably a, a year, maybe longer than that, that I walked in a little store one morning. I was fixing to go hog hunting. And had that big old knife on my side. I walked in that store and I saw Fred Dillon standing over there in the corner of that store. That big old hat on. Black guy that sat there and eat breakfast every morning. Used to play ball for the Kansas City Chiefs. We call him Chief. He looked at me, he said, hey, preacher, he said, you going hunting? I said, yeah. When Fred Dillon heard the word preacher, he turned around. And I'm telling you, he was, he's like a wild man's head. Jerks like that all the time. His eyes dark. Just, he's just like a wild man. He come over there to where I was at. He said, it's you. I said, yep, it's me. He started, he got, he got right there about like me and you. He started cussing me in that store. Store full of people. Started cussing. He said, he's a no good so-and-so preacher. He said, one of them holy rollers. One of, the, one of them, he called it something else. Boy, he was cussing, I'm telling you. I just walked right up to him and I said, let me tell you something. I put my finger on him. I said, you wouldn't say all that if you didn't know that I had the Holy Ghost. You wouldn't run your mouth like that if you wasn't sure that I was everything you say and I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We walked out of that store. And I'm telling you, when the door slammed, God said, I'm going to fight your battle for you. Oh, did I want to? Did I want to? I was saying, God, I ain't smoked. I ain't done nothing. Put me in there, coach. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said, I'll fight your battle for you. Brother, about a year and a half passed. And I heard that Fred Dillon was on his deathbed. Heard he was dying. He was a houndsman. And I was too. And I went over to his house, drove up to his house. Got out. Took my knife and I tapped on that porch. And his wife come. She said, who are you? And I said, well, I heard Fred's real sick. She said, yeah, he's very sick. She said, who are you? I said, I'm a preacher. Jesus' name, apostolic. She said, oh, I don't think it'd be good for you to go in there. I said, go tell Fred, Brother McCain's here. Go tell him. She said, I'll tell him. But she said, you might ought to be gone when he gets up. She come back to the door. In a minute, she said, Fred said to tell you to come in. I walked in that room, and there lay a man in a Rage and fever, Brother Moore. That head darkening, eyes flashing. He wouldn't look at me. Preacher! Preacher! I reckon you just come to tell me I'm going to die and go to hell. I reckon you come to tell me God's whipping me. I said, no, Fred. 
I said, I come to pray for you. See God raise you up out of that bed. I said, God's bigger than your problem. God loves you more than your problem. God's bigger than all the things in this world that you've been bound by. God's bigger than all the sin that you waited through for all of these years. He said, no. He said, no. He said, I, I know I'm going to go to hell. I know. He said, I, I, I've been a preacher hater. I said, I'm telling you, God is bigger than all of that, Fred. I've come to pray for you. And I'm just telling you, I walked boldly up there, laid my hand on his head, and began to pray for him, and plead the blood of Calvary over him. I walked out of that house. Two days later, he rung my phone. He said, hey, brother, came he said come back and see me he said I'm setting up he said I'm better he said why don't you come back to see me and there I went back to see him and brother we prayed for him again I'm telling you God rose him up amen healed him oh I'd like to tell you that he come to an altar but he didn't but God knows how to fight your battle for you hallelujah he spread it far and wide across that country. He cleaned that old mouth up. Oh, I'd love to say he come got the Holy Ghost, but God ain't give up on him and I ain't either. He's still living. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, everybody, everybody he come in contact with, he said, I want you to know I was on my deathbed. He said, but a holiness preacher come in there. And he said he shook the chains of hell. That's what he said. He said, and God healed me. He said, God healed me. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit later down time, he, he always had a, had a big knife. And everywhere he was at, he was always pulling that knife out. And he'd he throw that knife out. One day he pulled up at the house. And, and I'd, I'd sold some hounds to a man, or actually to three different men. And they never paid me for them. Well, it was just one of those deals. You know, it's just one of those things. They didn't never pay me for them. Well, Fred pulled up the house. My wife and girls had never saw him. My wife come running. She said, hey, there's the craziest looking man out there I've ever seen in my life. She said his head's a-churking. His eyes is a-darting. I said, hey, that's Fred. Tell him to come on in. I'm going to tell you something. Amen. We can't be scared of the things of the world. Amen. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm telling you, I'm a covenant child. I'm going to rest myself in the word of God. Stay with me for just a minute now. Amen. Fred, come in. You can be seated. Fred, come in that house. And, and brother, he was back his old self. He couldn't be still. He was like a tiger in a cage. He'd go in there pull that knife out. He said, preacher, he said, I heard there's some men that owe you some money. He said, I'm telling you what. He said, Fred's fixing to go get that money. I said, Fred, put your knife up. He, I said, God's going to get it. He put it up. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, he didn't like that. He, he was sweating. He said, yeah, yeah, we're going to let God take care of it. We're going to let God take care of it. He walked to the window. We're going to let God take care of it. I saw him run that hand back down there. He said, but if God don't, Fred is. If God don't get it. He said, Fred, well, I said, put your knife up. 
And these men that had been owing me money for about a year, brother, in about two days, my phone went to ringing off the wall. They said, hey, preacher, when can we meet you? What will be convenient, amen, for us to meet you? And I said, well, I can't meet you today. And they said, uh, well, look, in case you ain't heard, Fred's on our trail. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to bless them that bless you. And I'm going to curse them that curse you. And I'm going to tell you something, child of God, if you'll hold your peace. Amen. God's got a friend somewhere. Amen. That's big enough to fight your battle for you. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you something. Uh, amen. One called me. He said, how about if I just uh, pay you some interest on that money too? Uh, he said, I'm just telling you something. Uh, I want Fred off of my trail. He said, where can I meet you? I said, it'd be convenient if you just bring it to my house. Hallelujah. He didn't complain that it was a couple of hundred miles. Hallelujah. Got a covenant with Abraham. I said, I got a covenant with Abraham. And God said, I'm going to bless you. Hallelujah. I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to bless them that blesses you. And I'm going to curse them that curses you. And I'm going to make of you a great nation. I don't know about you this morning. Amen. I'm, I'm not an Obama man. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody, I went in a little old restaurant here a while back in Gulfport. And, and I had to tell them my name. And they, I said, McCain. They, and, and this guy said, you any kin to the one that lost it I said I don't know but I ain't kin to the one that won it I ain't gonna let the devil push me in a corner I ain't gonna let the devil beat me up I'm a child of God hallelujah amen I'm not dependent on his program to rescue me I'm not depending on the government to rescue me. I got a covenant with God. I'm resting myself in the word of God that God will never lose a battle. God will never lose a saint of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you read that third verse? Did you finish it? I'm telling you something. This church is what's holding everything together. This church is where the blessings are radiating out and holding America together today. Even while you're there, go to Genesis 15 and, and verse 1. I believe it is. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, not a television. It was just a vision. Read, saying, fear not. Fear not, Abram. Now, if I got the same covenant that Abram's got, I'm not going to fear the economy. I'm not going to fear what tomorrow holds. Amen, I'm going to be a victorious child of God. 
Amen. I know these preachers preaching that in the last days uh, there's just going to be a great falling away. Amen. The scripture also said in the last days uh, I shall pour out of my spirit uh, upon all flesh. Uh, That's Holy Ghost revival. That's Holy Ghost revival, brother. I'll stay with the covenant. I'll stay with the word of God. Read for me. And I am thy shield. I'm going to tell you something. If God is your shield, hallelujah, how are we going to lose? If God is my exceeding great reward, brother, how are we going to lose? I'm going to stay with the covenant. I'm going to rest myself in the word of God. Amen. If eggs go to $40 a dozen, I'm going to eat me some scrambled eggs every morning. Amen. I'm a child of the king. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, I'm a child of the king. I'm just telling you something. God is not going to fail the church now. Amen. I said, God is not going to let you down. Amen. Some of you is facing problems and the devil's trying to tell you. He's that Sennacherib on the outside of the wall. I'm telling you, you may as well wave your flag and surrender. Your God's not big enough to deliver you. I got news for you, devil. Amen. When you've done your best, I'm still going to rest myself on the word of God. When you've done your best. I got a covenant with God. Hallelujah. Genesis 26. Try verse 12. Who was Isaac? Who was he? He was Abram's son. Son of promise. It meant he had the same covenant that I, uh, Abraham had. Is that right? Then Isaac sowed in that land. Can I tell you something? If you'll work in the land that God's put you in, if you'll work in the church, in the church, if you'll work right here, if you'll sow seed right here, I'm talking about, oh, I know we all got great things and, and we want to go way over yonder and do a work. I'm telling you, God put you right here. Amen. How many has ever grown a garden? It'd be real hard for you to go up down and plant a garden at Shreveport and try to pick it down here at Bendale. But if you sow and plant right where God's put you, you can reap the benefits from it. And Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. You don't reckon the devil probably come around and told him, said, now look, uh, the promises was for Abraham, but they're not for you. Amen. Because you're not as great as Abraham. Amen. You don't have the charisma that Abraham had. You're not the tremendous leader. Amen. That Abraham was. But I believe there was something put in the heart of Isaac and said, well, the same blood that flowed through Abraham is in me. And the same covenant that God made with my daddy, he made it with me and I'm going to sow and I'm going to reap and I'm going to be blessed hallelujah and the scripture said he reaped a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him verse 26 24 that's it and the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, 
I am the God of Abraham, thy father. Fear not. I've come to preach to you this morning. Amen. That same blood is flowing in Bendale Church this morning. You say, well, I've heard people stand and say, I'm of the seed of David. Hallelujah. I want you to know something I'm not. I'm of the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. Amen. Read the rest of that. I'm going to prove to you what I'm telling you. For I am with thee, and I will bless thee, and I'm going to multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. Go to Galatians 3 and 29, I believe it is. Oh, I feel the preacher in the house this morning. Amen. We're going to give the devil a black eye. Hallelujah. Used to preach on the radio a lot. And I had this young man, and, and uh, he was a little bit handicapped, but he called me every Sunday morning. He said, Brother Cain, he couldn't say my Cain. He said, Brother Cain, he said, you sure give the devil a, a, a black eye this morning. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? If we don't do nothing else when we come to church, amen, we ought to give the devil a black eye. Amen, we ought to shout the victory. Amen, we ought to run the aisles. Uh, we ought to plead the blood of Calvary. Amen, because I got a covenant. I'm resting myself on the word of God. Hallelujah. What's it say in Galatians 3 and 29? And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. Brother, I'm telling you something. I want you to know if God did it for Abraham, I'm expecting him to do it for McCain. Amen. If all oh, you living beneath your privilege this morning, uh, amen. If God said, I'm going to bless you uh, and I'm going to bless them that bless you uh, and I'm going to curse them that curse you, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I'm holding to the covenant today. Amen. I'm resting myself on the word of God. Uh, amen. I'm believing. Uh, amen. That we're blood bought. Uh, I'm believing today that there is nothing uh, that my God won't do for me. The same thing that he did for Abraham. He'll do it for Bendale. You are a child of the promise. Hallelujah. Child of the promise. Every promise. Every promise in the book belongs to me. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. If you know who he is. Hallelujah. I said if you know who he is. Praise God. Amen. I'm just telling you something. His name is Jesus. Praise God. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And his name shall be called. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called. Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. And Mary brought forth a child and called his name Jesus. Brought forth a son. Called his name Jesus. Emmanuel, God with us. I'm telling you this morning, you're living beneath your privilege. If you don't know the Lord through the power of the Holy Ghost. And there Hezekiah spake comfortably to the people. He said, be of good courage. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed by the number of them that you see. For with them is the arm of flesh, but with us is the arm of the Lord. I'm telling you, if you could see this morning with a spiritual eye. They come to the music. I'm fixing to close. If you could see with a spiritual eye, you'd see the armies of the Lord encamped around this house.
you'd see the angels of the Lord encamped around this church. Hallelujah. And they're just waiting. They're waiting for an opportunity to bless a child of God. But God says, don't, don't do it. Don't do it unless they, unless they bless me with all of their heart. They got to do it with all of their heart. Hallelujah. They got to do it with all of their heart. There was something stirred me about Abram, about Abraham. Brother, he had had some, he had had some visitations from God. But they were just short encounters. God would just speak to him and leave. It was just short encounters. But there come a day in his life, he said, I got to have more. I got to have more than just a visitation. I want to stay in the presence of God. God came walking down a dusty road. Hallelujah. And brother, he would have went on by. But Abraham said, not today, God. He said, why don't you just find you a place and let me, let me entertain you. Just find you a place and let me bless you. And there the scripture said that he went and he fetched a little kid, goat or lamb, prepared it. He brought it. And he said, I want more than a visitation. But he said, I want you to stay with me. Stay with me. Has anybody ever woke up and you needed more than just a visitation from God? You needed more than just that little Shekinah glory that you felt whenever you prayed and you finally broke through that veil of carnality and you could feel that anointing of God. But you didn't want it to leave you today. You just you wanted to, God, I just need you to walk with me today. Can I tell you that's where we're at this morning? That's where we're at this morning. The devil can get our minds scattered on all the things of the world. He can get our minds scattered about the security of tomorrow and jobs and economy. But I'm telling you, you are a child of the king. And God was in no hurry to visit with Abraham. Can you imagine the God of this creation that took all day and sat out under an oak tree? Because there was a man that just wanted him to stay in his presence. There's been times, there's been times that I just hadn't let go of him. There's been times, Brother Moore, that I needed more than just that hour prayer meeting in the morning. I needed more than just that anointing that I felt in the pulpit. And I just cling to him. Just cling to him, Brother Randy. And say, God, I'm not letting you go today. Just stay with me. Stay with me. I needed God to tell me that everything was going to be all right. I needed God to tell me my covenant's just as sure with you as it was with Abraham. I'll take up just as much time with you as you want. Hallelujah. You're living beneath your privilege this morning if you don't learn to rest yourself in the Word and the presence of God. Hallelujah. There as God looked out as Sennacherib made his accusations and telling all of them, he said, your God won't deliver you out of my hand. 
Your God is, is like all the other gods. My God is not a Buddha. Hallelujah. My God is not like all the other gods of the world. But my God holds the palm of the world in his whole, whole world in the palm of his hand. My God holds all the tomorrows in the palm of his hand. My God is a covenant God that cannot break his promise to the seed of Abraham. It's if we press, if we do that which is right, if we do that which we know is right. Hallelujah. Don't get me wrong. Don't go off and tell something that I ain't telling, but I, I'll, I'll say this this morning. As a child of God, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to make some messes out of some things. Don't let the devil tell you that God's through with you because of that. The only way that you're going to get out from under that blood is if you make your mind up, I'm going to walk out from under it. Hallelujah. But through the mistakes, the faults, the failures, Abraham wasn't perfect. Isaac was not perfect. McCain sure hadn't been perfect. But every time that I have stumbled, and I've got up and I've dusted myself off and said, God, I'm going to run on for you. I'm still a child of the covenant. Hallelujah. I'm going to rest myself in the word of God. Amen. I'm not depending on my ability. I didn't do one thing at Calvary. I didn't add to one thing at Calvary except to have him crucified. I didn't pay for my salvation at Calvary. He did. And I'm telling somebody in this house this morning, the devil's tried to push you out of the church, tried to push you out. But you need to realize today, if you'll let it, the blood of Calvary will take care of it. The blood of Jesus Christ, as we stand this morning, is greater it's greater. Rest yourself on the word of God. And the scripture said that that night the angels of the Lord smote all the mighty men of Sennacherib. And as he turned and ran back to the city where he'd come from, those of his own household slew him when he entered into the house of his gods. I'm going to tell you the gods of this world won't save you. The gods of this world will let you down. But this morning, if you would repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible said, And they that gladly receive the word. Can I tell you, if you'll get glad about a preacher preaching to you, if you'll get glad about the word of God, God's able to save you today. Saved to the uttermost. Hallelujah. Saved to the uttermost. I don't let the devil shake me. I don't let the devil shake me about a fragile salvation. We're saved to the uttermost as long as we're under the blood. We got a covenant. We got a covenant. Amen. Anybody this morning that'd like to rest their self in the Word of God?
Hallelujah. It's bigger than your problem if you'd come. Some walk through the doors of this church this morning with problems that look like mountains. Hallelujah. Some walk through the doors of this church today and the devil's tried to tell you there's no hope for you. But God's extending out a, a plea this morning and telling you that you are called in one hope of your calling. Hallelujah. That if you'd come today, rest yourself in the Word of God. Brother McCain, do you think God could save me? I know that God can save you. I know that God can fill you with the Holy Ghost this morning. These altars are open today. Somebody just come with an honest, open heart. Somebody just come and say, God, God, I want to be part of that covenant. God, I want to do whatever you've put me in this house for. I want to do it with all of my heart. God, that I can prosper and be blessed. I'm just telling you, amen. God's got it for you this morning if you'd come. But God's looking for somebody that dares to believe. God's looking for somebody that dares to believe. Amen. We just had a revival. And there was 32 got the Holy Ghost. First three nights of that revival, I preached to the church. They were in a place that they did not believe. They were like Sarah. They didn't believe that there could be a child born. Did they believe the Word of God? They got excited about promises. But they didn't believe. Sarah laughed at it. But I'm telling this church this morning, Amen. God's got some promises for Bendale. You can have children. You can have children. You can bring forth children in these altars. Hallelujah. There's revival in the house. Anybody today like to just come, saint, sinner, whoever you are, home folks or visitor, come this morning and rest yourself on the Word of God. If you got things in your life that's been a turmoil, come just tell God. Just simply tell God this morning. Sir, I ain't never laid eyes on you, but God's telling me to tell you this morning. If you just come kneel and seek the face of God today, that there's problems that God can take care of. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? Nobody will bother you. Just come and find your place to pray and seek the face of God today. Pray, church. Pray. Rest yourself on the Word of God.
the fear grip the crowd that day in Jerry's home when the doctor sadly said your girl is gone you could feel the parents heartbreak you could hear them cry and moan for that little girl was only 12 years old but somewhere in the distance outlined against the sun came a man with a mission from the throne they said somebody's coming but what they did not know it was a promise coming down the dusty road but there's a promise coming down your dusty road from his holy hand he let virtue flow he's got the key to what you need that then Coming down the dusty road, yeah. There's a promise coming down your dusty road, and from His holy hand a healing virtue flows. He's got the key to what you need, and then hell will defeat. There's a promise. There's a promise. Coming down your dusty road. Well, the fear turned to mocking when Jesus began to speak. He said, Your daughter, she's not dead, she's just asleep. But then he turned to that multitude and he told them, Y'all go home, just close the door and leave me and death alone and then he laid his hands upon the child and looked death right in the eye he said oh power in heaven and earth give unto me and with a voice that sounded like thunder he hurled death asunder when he said little What you need, and then hell will defeat. There's a promise coming down your dusty road. There's a promise coming down your dusty road. And from His holy hand, a healing virtue flows. He's got the key to what you need, and then hell will defeat. There's a promise coming, coming down, down your dusty road. There's a promise coming down your dusty road. And from his holy hand, he let virtue flow. Oh, he's got the key to what you need.
began to speak he said that baby she's not dead she's only asleep but he turned to that old multitude and just told him hey yo go home close the door and leave me and death alone and then he laid his hands upon the child and looked death right in the eye he said, all oh, power in heaven and earth give unto me. So when a voice said, sound like thunder, he hurled, oh, death asunder. When he said, little girl, rise and be healed. There's a promise coming down your dusty road. And from his holy hands, he led virtue. What you need, let that hell will be. There's a promise, there's a promise coming down your dusty road. There's a promise coming down your dusty road. And in his holy hands, a healing virtue flows. He's got a key, what you need, let that hell will be. What you need. 